As we learned at the beginning of the Masechta, when one appears at the Beis Hamikdash on the Shalish Regalim, there is an obligation to bring two korbanos. Number one is the Olas Re'iyah, and number two is the Shalme Chagiga. There's a third korban known as Shalme Simcha. If one doesn't have enough meat, so it's a mitzvah to eat meat, particularly meat of a korban. And as we are going to see in the coming Mishnayis, if one is anyway bringing a korban for a different purpose, or even if he doesn't bring the korban but he eats somebody else's korban, he has the korban meat, so that is enough to fulfill his obligation of the Shalme Simcha. And again, strictly speaking, it is not an obligation, because if you have enough meat from the Shalme Chagiga, then you don't need to bring any Shalme Simcha. Now the halacha is that during the first, second, fourth and fifth years of the seven-year Shemitah cycle, there is an obligation for one to separate a tenth of his produce as Meister Shani. And that Meister Shani needs to be brought up to Yerushalayim and eaten in Yerushalayim by the person himself. This is not one of the Meisters which he gives to somebody else. Rather, he separates it and eats it himself, but he has to do so in Yerushalayim. Now, of course, for most people, it would be very impractical to bring up so much produce to Yerushalayim. And so what they would do is they would redeem it onto money, money which was worth the amount of the Maishashini produce. And they would bring the money up to Yerushalayim and then spend the money in Yerushalayim on carbonis and other food items, which would then gain the status of Maishashini. Now, Maishashini money can only be spent on food, and as well as that, it cannot be spent in order to free one of any debt. And the same applies for any obligation. If somebody has an obligation to give something, to pay something, so he certainly cannot use my sashani money in order to do so. And the same applies for a korban which one is obligated to bring. It follows, therefore, that an olas re'iyah, or shami chagiga, which are obligations, one cannot spend maishashayni money in order to buy those korbanos, since that is considered to be like paying off a debt with maishashayni. On the other hand, shami simcha, which as we explained, strictly speaking, is not an obligation, those can be brought with maishashayni money. Now, if somebody wishes to bring a korban to the Beis HaMikdash, he's not obligated to bring a korban, but he wants to bring a korban anyway. So he can make a neder or a nadova, those are two types of vows in which he can obligate himself to bring a korban. Now, although this korban originally comes from a voluntary obligation, he obligates himself voluntarily. So technically speaking, he was not obligated to bring this korban. Nevertheless, once somebody declared and obligated himself to bring a korban, he cannot spend Maishashayni money in order to buy that korban and to offer it up, since now it's an obligation. And so it will be like paying off a debt with Maishashayni money. Now the first sentence of the Mishnah, the Gemara explains we need to add a few words into it. So that although it appears to be telling us only one thing, the Mishnah is actually telling us two things. Now one is able to bring an Olas Re'iyah and his Shalme Chagiga, the entire Yom Tov. However, ideally he should bring it on the first day of Yom Tov. Since it's an obligation, he is able to bring it on Yom Tov. However, a animal which one obligated himself to bring as a korban, since he is the one who obligated himself to do so, and there's no fixed time where he has to bring it, so he is not able to bring it on the first, on Yom Tov itself, rather he needs to wait until Cholamoyed to bring the korban. Now, of course, he can bring it not on Yom Tov either. One who makes a nader to bring a korban can bring the korban whenever he likes. However, it was very common for people to bring it on Yom Tov when they were anyway at the Beis HaMikdash, so the Mishnah says that Oilois, Karbonois Oila, which are a result of a Nader or an Adova where he obligated himself, they can only be brought by Moyed, on Chalamoyed, but not on Yom Tov itself. That's the first thing which the Mishnah is telling us. 
The second thing which the Mishnah is telling us is that a carbon of a Nadir and a Dova, as well as a carbon of an Elasra'iyah or Shamechagiga, since all of those are obligations, as we explained, even the Nedar and the Nedava become an obligation upon him once he has declared that he's going to bring the Korban. So all of these things, Bois Chulin, must come from Chulin, which refers to non-holy food or money. The point is that one cannot use my Sashani money in order to bring these Korbanos, since it is an obligation, so it will be like paying off a debt with the Sashani money. However, Vashalomim, the Shamei Simcha, one could bring those Korbanos from Maiseshani money, since they are not considered to be an obligation. Yom Tvarishin Shal Pesach, this refers to the Shalmei Chagiga, which is brought on the first day of Pesach. Now, of course, the Shalmei Chagiga are brought on every Yom Tov, and so the Mishnah's law applies to every Shalmei Chagiga, not specifically Pesach. The reason why the Mishnah uses the example of Pesach is because on Pesach there is another obligation to bring a different Korban Chagiga. Nothing to do with the Shalmei Chagiga, which are brought on every one of the Sholosh Rugalim. There is a separate carbon which is offered on Erev Pesach, the day before the first day of Yom Tov of Pesach, and that is very similar to the Shalmei Simcha. The halacha is that the carbon Pesach needs to fill one up. Once he eats the carbon Pesach on the night of Pesach, he has to be full up from that. Now, if you're eating with a very large group, it's likely that that won't be enough to fill you up. And so if that is the case, then there is an obligation to bring a carbon chagiga, or multiple carbonos chagiga, and that is in order to supply more meat for everybody there. So they would eat the carbon chagiga first, until, until they were almost full, but not quite full, and then they would eat the carbon pesach and become full from the carbon pesach. Now if you think about it, this is very similar to the Shalmei Simcha, that strictly speaking, there's no obligation to bring a carbon chagiga. However, if you, in order to eat the Korban Pesach in a state of being full, filling oneself up, he needs to have more meat, so then the Torah says, bring a Korban Chagiga. And so just like a Shalmei Simcha, a Korban Chagiga can be bought from Maishashani Mani, because strictly speaking, it is not considered to be an obligation. And so the reason why the Mishnah now is talk, when talking about the Shalmei Chagiga, specifically talks about the Shalmei Chagiga bought on Pesach, is in order to highlight the difference between the Chagiga which is brought in order to fill oneself up, which is not an obligation and therefore can always be brought from Maishashani money, and the Shalmei Chagiga, which is brought on the first day of Yom Tov, which is considered to be an obligation. Now the discussion of the Mishnah now is that if you recall, we learnt that mid there's no minimum amount which one must spend on his Shalmei Chagiga, and the same applies for the Yisra'iyah. However, mid there is a minimum amount, either one silver mo'a or two silver mo'a, as Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel argued about. Now what happens if somebody wants to buy a Shalmei Chagiga for five silver mo'a? He's got a very large group, a large family, he wants to have enough meat, so he wants to buy a large animal which is worth a lot, and it's worth, let's say, five silver mo'a. The question is, is he allowed to use my Sashani money for the extra value of the animal? Meaning, let's say he, he's obligated, according to Beis Hillel, to spend two silver mo'a on the, on the Shalmei Chagiga. What about the other three silver mo'a? Is he allowed to use my Sashani for that? So is Shalmei Shammai the entire animal has to be bought from Chulin money. You cannot use my Sashani money because at the end of the day, the animal is an obligation. However, you can use my money for the extra amount, since that part is not an obligation. 
Mr. Dalad, a regular Jew can fulfill his obligation of the Shalmi Simcha, Banadorim, Uvan Dovais, from Korbonis, which are a result of his vow, where he accepts upon himself to bring a Korban. So that now becomes an obligation, so he anyway needs to bring the korban. But nevertheless, when he does bring it and eats the meat, he also fulfills the obligation of rejoicing on Yom Tov. And so it's considered also to be a Shalmi Chagiga. With a Meister Behema, it's an obligation to offer as a korban a tenth of one's animals, which are born each year, the Hakoyanim. And Koyanim are also able to fulfill this mitzvah of Shalmi Simcha, Bachatois. Uva Shomais with any carbon chatos or carbon oshom, which is brought by somebody else over Yomtev, the meat of a carbon chatos and oshom go to a Kohen. So at the end of the day, the Kohen is eating meat on Yomtev and it's carbon meat. So he automatically fulfills that obligation of Shalmei Simcha and rejoicing on the Yomtev. Uva Bukhar and a firstborn animal, which also needs to be brought as a carbon, and the meat goes to the Kohen. Uva Chazova Shaykh, the meat by the chest of an animal. And the thigh, the halach is that a korban shalomim, which is bought, so although most of the meat goes to the person bringing the korban, these two parts of the animal go to koyanim. So all of these things, at the end of the day, if somebody is eating korban meat on Yom Tov, other than the Oilas and the Shalmei Chagiga, he automatically fulfills the obligation of Shalmei Simcha. However, says the Mishnah, one cannot fulfill the mitzvah of Shalmei Simcha from the meat of birds, or from a korban mincha, which is which is a offering of flour. This is learned from Pesukim, and the main reason also is because it does not bring as much joy as the meat of a real animal would bring. And again, as we learned, one can also use my sashani money in order to buy the shami simcha. Now, it should be noted that the Mishnah did not discuss whether one can use my sashani money if he spends more than the minimum amount for an oilas re'iyah. The previous Mishnah, the end of the previous Mishnah, there was a discussion between the Shammai Basilel about whether you can use my Sashani money for the extra amount which you spend on the Shalmei Chagiga. Why was there not a similar discussion regarding the Olas Re'iyah? And the answer is quite simple, since my Sashani money can certainly not be used for an, for an Olas Re'iyah, even if it's not an obligation, because my Sashani money always needs to go towards food, but an Olas Re'iyah is totally burnt on the Mizbeach. And because of that, my Sashani money can never be spent on a Korban Olah. Somebody who has lots of eaters, meaning let's say he's got a very large family, for example, so lots of people who need meat, but on a chos of muatim, his possessions are minimal. He is not wealthy. So when it comes to the different carbonos which are bought on Yom Tov, where should his priorities be? What should he spend more on? So the Mishnah says, of course, maybe shalomim rubim. He should bring lots of carbonos shalomim, like the shalme chagiga, so that there is enough for everybody to eat. The Olus Muatais, but he can bring the minimum amount for the Olus Re'iyah, which, depending on the Shammai Basilel, is either one silver Ma'ar or two silver Ma'ar. But he should spend the most on what he can eat, since he has limited funds. Now, what happens if it's the opposite? If he has lots of possessions, he's very wealthy, but not a lot of people eating with him. So, in that case, maybe Olus Merubais, he should bring lots of Korbanos Ola, which are worth more, because the Korban Ola is burnt totally on the Mizbeach and it's not eaten. And not many carbonized shlomim shalmei chagiga, since there aren't many people who are going to be able to eat all of it. Zevazemuot. What happens if he doesn't have a lot of people eating with him and he doesn't have a lot of possessions? Al zeneemar. About that, it is said more kesef or shtei kesef. 
He has to spend one silver coin on either an Ulasra Iya or Shamecha Giga or Shtekesef and two silver coins on Shamecha Giga or Ulasra Iya, again depending on Beishamai Beishilel, which one he should spend more on. Zevzim if he has a lot of possessions and a lot of people eating with him, then I'll zen emar about this. The Pasuk says, Each man according to the gift of his hand, according to how much Hashem has blessed him with, and given to you, you should use, using your means, since you are able to bring a lot of carbonates, you should bring a lot of carbonates oila and a lot of carbonates shalomim, in order to show your gratitude to Hashem, and to do what you can to increase in this mitzvah. Mishnevov, as we have mentioned a couple of times, ideally the Olas and the Shalmei Chagiga should be brought on the first day of Yom Tov. However, the obligation still applies for a week, he has another six days after the first day of Yom Tov to fix that and to bring the Olas and the Shalmei Chagiga. Says the Mishnah, Somebody who did not offer a Korban Chagiga, the, the Shalmei Chagiga, and the same applies for the Olas he did not bring it on the first day of the Yom Tov. He can bring the Shalmei Chagiga and the Olas for the rest of the Yom Tov, and as well as that, when it comes to Sukkot, after the week of Sukkot, the eighth day is Shmini Atzeres. And strictly speaking, Shmini Atzeres is not part of Sukkot. It is considered a new Yom Tov in itself. However, there are certain laws in which it is considered to be the end of Sukkot. And it's learned from Pesukim that concerning this law, it is also considered to be the end of Sukkot. And therefore, Yom Tov Achrin Shalachag, one can also bring the Shamech Hagiga and the Olas on Shmini Seres if he failed to do so until then. However, in all of these cases, if the Yom Tov passed and ended, and he hadn't yet brought those Karbonais, he's no longer obligated to replace it, and he's no longer able to bring the Olas and the Shamech Hagiga. The time has passed, I'll say Neymar about this, the Posuk says, something which is bent can never be fixed to be perfectly straight again. The chesrein and something which is missing, cannot be counted. Meaning, once the time has passed, then it's too late. It cannot be fixed. By the way, it should be noted that when it comes to Shavuos, which is an only one day yontav, or outside of Eretz Yisrael, two days, the halacha is that one has six days after Shavuos, to bring those korbanos. So effectively he has a week totally, such that if he did not bring it on Shavuos itself, he can fix that for another six days.